Welcome to another episode of Rooted and Reaching, a podcast about startups and entrepreneurs in the South Bend Elkhart region of Indiana. My name is Nick Kuhn. And I'm Bethany Hartley. Today, I'll be speaking with Austin Cabello with Haunt of Hounds and ZR Investments. We'll learn about unique ways to approach the restaurant and hospitality industries, real estate development, and what it's like being a co-owner and working with your friends. We hope you enjoy. Hi, Austin. Hi, Bethany. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate appreciate it. it. (laughs) So we're going to dive right in. We're going to let you kind of self-introduce who you are. We'll start with that. Give us a little background on who you are as a person, and then we'll kind of dig into your business side of things. Okay. Um, My name is Austin Cabello. I am from South Bend, you know, born, grew up. Uh, left for a few years to go uh, to IU uh, in Bloomington, but yeah, just kind of made made my way back. Um, so, uh, been here since since finishing college. Married to my lovely wife uh, Megan for uh, going on thirteen years in a couple weeks. Wow! Um, and we've got uh, two two boys, uh, eight and seven. So uh, we're having fun with them with Maverick and Brooks. Um, yeah, we live here. We live here in South Bend. I've been essentially an op- entrepreneur the last ten years, and yeah, we we love South Bend. Uh, we love being here. Um, outside of a couple months, you know, in the year. Yeah. No, no, we really do. We love the opportunities that we've been given. You know, the doors you can kind of step through here, mm-hmm. um, and then you know we'll end up talking about some of those things. But yeah, we've got a uh, we've got a great group of friends and family mm-hmm. here, and um, yeah, that's kind of. That's a little bit about me. Very cool. So what um, initially drew you to move back from Bloomington? Yeah, it wasn't the plan, right? Like, you know, as you know, as we leave, uh, we have these grand plans of what life can be. Um, and not that those are wrong for anyone, but one, it was pretty basic. I, I came back because, uh, you know, me and Megan had been together for so long and we kind of knew we were getting married. And so... <laughs> I came back to save money. It was mm. basically kind of the uh, the start of it. But kind of how we stayed after that was um, my dad was a pastor here for uh, around 30 years on the mm. south side. Um, and it was kind of one of those things like, you know, we really love this city and um, we want to see, you know, we want to see change. Mm. Um, and this is, you know, right around, you know, when Mayor Pete was around, maybe a little bit even before. And, and there's just kind of this, this feeling, this swelling of something different. Mm. And I probably couldn't put my finger on it then, but there was just that feeling. Uh, so we kind of stuck around. And initially that that looked like working with my dad at the church. And I think just still trying to figure out who I was, right? I was, you know, 21, 22. And as we get married, life changed. And those things were still there. We're just trying to figure out what exactly that meant for us. Mm-hmm. And so you know, we were there for four or five years and, and life changed again. Uh, we we left the church and I kind of joke, we just, we moved from the south side to the north side of South Bend, which is 15 or 20 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. It's not large, but we had to kind of restart hmm. um, our life. Uh, new friends, new careers, new home. We were just having our first child then within a few months of leaving the church. So a lot changed, but there was still that, that feeling um, of wanting to stay, mm-hmm. of wanting to attempt to make the little difference that we thought we could make, and so yeah, that's kind of uh, that's kind of why we stuck around. I don't think we quite knew why, but yeah. I think that just kind of unfolded with life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's very relatable for sure. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> so let's dig in. You know, this podcast is about entrepreneurs in the yep. South Ben Elkhart region. So you read your credentials on paper and you have done a number of entrepreneurial endeavors and are still doing most, if not all of them right now. And so just kind of walk through what are you involved in? And then we'll dig into the meat of those as we go. Yeah. So as I had mentioned about 10 years ago, I started, you know, kind of doing this entrepreneur type of life. Um, that meant starting flipping homes um, with a buddy. Um, that's kind of how I got into real estate. Um, it was while I was working at the church the last couple of years and really loved it. Of course, back then the big things were the the flipping uh, uh, TV shows that were around and those were always you know easy to watch mm -hmm. and um, seemed like fun. So kind of dug my heels in. Um, we did that for a little bit. Um, as soon as I left the church, I had an opportunity uh, to buy into um, a rental portfolio mm -hmm. from a gentleman that we knew, um, kind of family um, history, and knew it had kind of gotten into uh, the real estate game. Mm -hmm. And so I remember having an offer um, for a sales job in the RV industry, mm -hmm. and then also having the ability to buy into this portfolio. And so it was a decision we had to make I had to make and with Megan to figure out like, do we, we want to go with the security route knowing that I'll have a, I'll know what my paycheck is every mm -hmm. week um, or we go a little risky. Uh, and I think just with the idea that we had stayed around and again, that kind of that, that swell, that feel of why, why are we staying around here from, you know, things that we had talked about, mm -hmm. you know, Chicago, Dallas, Phoenix, whatever those cities were, uh, there was something again, to that, going back to that feeling. Um, and so we kind of, we went for it. So uh, we had to find a little loan to buy the first one, the first portfolio. Um, and then it was just kind of building from there, lots of learning, lots of mistakes. Um, did have a mentor that helped me along the way that I bought into the portfolio with. And so did that kind of on my own with a couple partners mm -hmm. for seven, eight years, built, you know, a good real estate portfolio. And then had started dreaming about what other things would be, what are the things that I enjoy, uh, such as restaurants, coffee, a great cocktail. Mm -hmm. um, and so we started dreaming with some other friends of what it would look like to have something that served coffee in the morning and beer in the afternoon. Essentially, at that point, it was uh, we were dubbing bean and barley. Mm -hmm. um, and so we were starting to look into what that would look like and to bring something of that concept to South Bend because uh, traveled wherever my younger brother would be, which he's left South Bend mm -hmm. as soon as he's 18, hasn't come back. So I've been able to uh, experience cities like Cincinnati, New York City, uh, LA through his eyes. And it's always been like, what if, what if we had something like this? Mm -hmm. And though that concept didn't work, uh, what I didn't know is two, three years later um, that a few guys would come to me about wanting to do their own restaurant, um, their own concepts, um, the way they saw it uh, in the places that they've been and they've traveled. And so we really connected on that. And so we created uh, what we call Haunt of Hounds, which is four of us. Um, and we, you know, got into the risky game of restaurants and bars and hospitality. And yeah, so we've done that, you know, we're going on three years now, which is kind of crazy. You know, I think it was an itch for me to completely try a different industry, mm -hmm. uh, to challenge myself a bit. And also, I really, really loved those guys and immediately trusted them um, and had loved the work they had done before that. Um, they've proven themselves 
uh, before that, and they just wanted a shot at their own at their own space. So, yeah. so speaking a little more about that and the partnerships you've you've formed and work with, what has been imagining that going alone? Right, if you mm-hmm. didn't have partners, do you think it would have been possible? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I the the thing I talk about quite a bit with you know anyone that's interested, and most time it's real estate, and you know more and more now the restaurants. I remember being in you know business school and 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 some and some professor would say you know don't don't do business with you know friends or family right mm-hmm. like you know keep those things separate and um up until this point i've done the complete opposite basically <laughs> um and but it's because i i love being around those people and you know uh there tend to be people people that you can be honest with right mm-hmm. there's you know we we kind of set those parameters especially when it comes to business um but uh, we also have a lot of fun yeah. and we have a fun in those moments, even when they're stressful. Uh, we can joke about it. You know, we can cry. Uh, I mean, I think the funniest thing about the Hound and Hounds crew is um, I don't think there's one day that goes by that I don't tell at least one of them or they tell me that they love me or I love them. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's funny, mm-hmm. you know, seeing grown men do that, mm-hmm. but it's also a vulnerable place that I really enjoy my relationships to be yeah. um, and happy that they do too. Mm-hmm. Um it's just kind of how I live my life, and I hope those around me feel that way too. Yeah. So yeah, having having those partnerships is so key, and even on the real estate side, kind of as that as we grew um, our business, me and another guy I grew up with during high school. That's kind of the forefront now of the real estate mm. um, venture, and we're building that together. Uh, we do life together, and I don't know. It just makes it that much better for me. It, it feels less feels less like a job, mm-hmm. right? And it's something something you're passionate about and you can be passionate with mm-hmm. somebody else. And I think that's, for me, makes the biggest difference. Um, and I think it's, now even understanding that for whatever the next venture may be, that that's key for me personally, mm-hmm. is I want whatever that next one to be, is to do it with someone that I enjoy being around. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would imagine that's pretty important, when yeah. you're, especially in the difficult times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, you I, said you opened three years ago? So yeah, so Fatbird opened, and so we started working about three years ago. Opened up November of 2020, which was ideal to open a restaurant. Obviously, right? yes, perfect timing. Um, and you know, we worked through that, mm-hmm. um, and then by July of last year of 2022, we had opened two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we opened two within, I think, 40 days of wow. each other, which uh, was tough. Um, I don't know if we'd do it again, but we did it. Yep. And so yeah, we've got the three. Um, and then also have helped helped open Revenant Coffee, which has its own operators and great. Uh, those two are great at running that and using their expertise. But yeah, we've been fortunate enough to, again, something like that is walk along uh, two others that are passionate about their concept, um, their space, um, their product. And it just makes it so much easier to be there yeah. when they need, um, but to allow them to live that out. Um, so I guess uh, thinking about well, one very simple question, I think. Uh, where did you come up with the name Haunt of Hounds? I didn't come up with it. Okay. Uh, they had, they had uh, Tim, Milan, uh, and Jordan had already comprised, like the three of them were like, let's do this. We want, we, we want to start our own thing. We mm-hmm. want to have our own concepts. We want to have our thumbprint on that industry here in South Bend. And so uh, I remember kind of walking into that meeting 
I think it was December of 19. And uh, it took, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. And I think by the end of it, we all knew that it was a go. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were like, well, we have our group already, if you're good with it, Um, Haunt of Hounds. And I was like, yeah, like, can you just explain it a bit? Um, A haunt is, you know, a safe place for friends to Mm. be. Um, You know, you can think about it for your home or the cafe that you meet at. It's just Mm. the place where you feel you comfortable. And hounds just don't stop, you know. They don't stop until they find what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, I think it kind of matches up with how I described them earlier. Uh, a place of comfort, but also a place for like, we're really going to go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I trust that, you know, we none of us have to check on each other. We always know we're, you know, we're working as hard as we can, um, working as smart as we can. But in the end of the day, once we get together, we know there's comfort um, there. So um, there's a deeper meaning to it, at, mm. at, you know, up front. So I went, what is that? But I think it really matches with who we are as a group mm-hmm. and who we intend to be and how we treat our people. So, yeah. Thank you. I've been yeah. wondering that for a little while. I'm very curious. <laughs> I think most do. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Tim would, Tim would probably be able to explain that much better and more eloquently, but that's, um, that's what it means to yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. So going back into the meat of things, um, what has been or have been some of the most surprising parts of being an entrepreneur to you? Like, what did you not see coming? Um, yeah, that's that's a great question. Speaking for me, uh, the the ups and the downs are they're very high and they're very low. Mm-hmm. Uh, there could be, you know, there can be a week where it just feels like oh, this is going to work for decades, mm-hmm. and then there could be a week where it's like we not we may not be here next week. Mm. Um, and so I think then it's understanding on how you ground yourself um, and learning to take time for you and what that and how you can kind of control those emotions. Mm-hmm. And so because those times are going to come. I mean, you can you can attempt to uh, figure out when they are going to come and there's definitely resources and there's definitely work that can be done. But there's just some times where you can't, mm-hmm. right? Things like, things like COVID, mm-hmm. um, things like macroeconomic things like, you know, inflation that we're dealing with now and interest mm-hmm. rates, those are just out of your control. Um, but what I can control is how I handle those times. And so, you know, I think things, you know, like physical and mental health are so important, of course, for anyone, but specifically for me and dealing with those moments um, and dealing with those times is, you know, if if I'm level, you know, in my head, in my emotions, in my spirit, taking on those bad times is, is much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you use a little more intelligence and a lot less emotion. Mm-hmm. And so that's been wildly important the last four or five years for me, you know, to get up and uh, to move is uh, one of my number one goals every mm-hmm. week. Um, you know, we hear all of these things, right? But to put them in practice really does make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, to stress my body throughout the week in the right ways, mm-hmm. uh, to stress my mind out um, a bit, whether that's through podcasts, listening, or, you know, reading a book. And so um, we're having really good conversations, really close friends that you're willing to be honest with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, I think dealing with, any stress level that you can't control is to utilize, you know, the stress levels that you can control. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think, you know, but it wasn't, you know, we didn't realize or didn't figure that out until I was hit with those ups and downs. And a lot of that's happened the last three or four years. So I feel that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) for sure. Yeah. What, as you look ahead 
to the next three, five, 10 years? What's, what's on the horizon for you and, and perhaps some of the, the partnerships you have or mm-hmm. beyond that, what does it look like? Yeah, there's definitely big dreams and big goals um, for what I hope as, you know, um, as an entrepreneur between, you know, the two different ventures. Mm-hmm. It's much more clear and cut, I think, on the real estate, the real estate side for me right now. You know, we're, we're building a portfolio as much as we can in hopes to, um, and this is kind of the nitty gritty, but I'll touch on it really quick, is in hopes to raise some money from um, some investors to be able to do some larger things, but mm-hmm. um, kind of putting our head down and just working hard, building uh, building that side of things. Um, and on the restaurant group side, uh, I think, you know, these are all new concepts. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of them have been open three years yet. And so we know that takes time. We know they're startups. And so we just kind of have to continue to build that brand, continue to be more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, we've kind of discussed is, you know, the next, the next little bit is just to, uh, get a little more efficient, a little more profitable, mm. um, is to uh, navigate those times, those those lows, and take advantage of those highs. Um, and so, you know, it's a startup. Sometimes startups take a long time. And luckily, in a place like South Bend, we're given that opportunity, and we feel grateful for that. But it's, you know, it's kind of like, all right, we've expanded really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's utilize, let's not take advantage of that and try to continue and then just end up expanding too much and growing too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's uh, let's build a good business that's going to be around for for decades. Yeah. And so I think it's it's the focus on that now. We were given opportunity really quick, and now it's to to utilize that and to be smart and wise with that opportunity. So that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. So we just have a couple minutes left. I'm gonna do a little rapid fire. Okay. So hopefully not too stressful. Yeah. So if uh, we were to see you on uh, any given weekday morning, where would you be getting coffee from? I'm probably getting coffee from Revenant, which is inside uh, the Dainty Made Food Hall. Okay. Is there a specific coffee of choice or do you mix it up? Um, the iced uh, Papua New Guinea is phenomenal. Excellent choice. Almost every morning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> on the weekend, where would we find you? Um, on the weekend, uh, during the summer, probably a patio somewhere. Could be mine. It could be Roars. It could be Fatbird. Uh, we could head to... A place like Bridgman, we like to utilize or like to take advantage of the weather. And Mm -hmm. it's usually with um, a nice glass of wine. Very nice. So it's preferred. You mentioned that you like to put your body under stress. What's a typical workout look like for you? Yeah, I'm not like in the mornings, uh, I just go over to Beacon, a little lifting, a little movement, you know, whether it's jump rope or walking or Sometimes running, but that's that's less and less as I get older. But uh, yeah, it's just get getting that heart rate up. You know, uh, what I do love about the winters is I can uh, I can be my ice bath almost every day. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's just really it's it's just moving a little bit. It's making sure everything's still still there working fine. But yeah. It's nothing too intense, like some of those workouts out there, like Orange Theory. I'm not I'm not <laughs> quite there. I don't know if my body could handle that. Oh, you could three or four times a week, but. Yeah. What are you most proud of? I am most proud of my relationship with my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I think it's the uh, springboard to my other relationships. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun together. Uh, we're very honest with each other. Yeah, there's a, still a very strong love after being with her since I've been 14 or 15 years old. Wow. Uh, we've done a lot of life together. There's yeah. been a lot of a lot of ups and downs, you know. And so I think that's kind of a theme, of course, for all of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's the person I've done it with 
the most at this point. I've been with her more than I have not. Yeah. Um, and we've had two kids and careers and friendships that have come and gone. But uh, yeah, I'm most proud of, of what we've built mm-hmm. together. That's awesome. Yeah. Last one. What are you most hopeful for? What am I most hopeful for? I, I think it goes back to how we started this conversation on why we stayed in South Bend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hopeful for, you know, what is to come here. I'm grateful for what is here. But yeah, I, I think it's a beautiful city with beautiful people, uh, with people that are trying to make it better. So I'm, I'm hopeful for, you know, the next five, 10, 15 years. I think it's ever changing. I think, I think it's going to look way different uh, for the better. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you.